Alrighty. So this morning, um, you would have, or this afternoon, maybe you talked about um, how do you care for the family of God? But first, who is the family of God? Who is a part of the family of God? Um, it's the body of Christ um, is the family of God. But who is the body of Christ? Does anybody know? Micah? All Christians. All Christians? Blake? God? Okay. <laughs> Gage? Jesus. So the body of Christ is uh, members of the church, the church, and people that have accepted Jesus into their hearts. So in 1 Corinthians um, 12, 26 and 27, it says that if one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. Now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. So since we are one body of Christ, we need to make sure that we are there for each other, like it says in 1 Corinthians. We need to be willing to be moved by the experiences that our brothers and sisters of Christ are going through. Feel pain and joy alongside the individuals that are a part of the body of Christ. By caring for each other in this way, it allows for us to move closer together to being one single Christ-like organism the way that God intended us to be. So... This doesn't mean that it just applies to our friends in our Christian community. It also includes people that we may disagree with, missionaries, and people from other nations. Because we are so fortunate here in Canada that um, we're not going to be persecuted for living out our faith. Um, people in other countries, though, don't have that um, same opportunity as we do here in Canada. If you are living out your faith in other countries, they um, don't have the same ability to freely worship God like we do here. So before we start talking about the ways that we can care for the family of God, I first want to mention that we were all created uniquely by God and each have different gifts and abilities. And that one the way that one person is gifted to care for the family of God is going to be probably going to be different from the way that um, the next person will be. So in Romans 12, 4 to 8, it says, For just as each of us has one body with many members, and these members do not have all the same func functions, so in Christ we, though many, form one body. And each member belongs to all the others. We have different gifts according to the grace given to each of us. If your gift is prophesying, then prophesize in accordance with your faith. If it is serving, then serve. If it is teaching, then teach. If it is to encourage, then encourage. If it is to give, give generously. If it is to lead, do it diligently. And if it is to show mercy, do it cheerfully. So what are some ways that you could um, care for the body of Christ? What are some ways you can practically care for the family of God? Encouragement. Encouragement. Hmm? Love each other. Supporting each other. So I have a few um, that were 
kind of touched on this morning in the different verses that we read. So um, we're going to kind of take a walk through each of them. So not judging others, encouraging those around you, um, not using unwholesome words, forgiving those who have wronged us, and serving God. So uh, the first one I'm going to look at is not casting judgment. So in Romans 14, 13, Therefore, let us stop passing judgment on one another. Instead, make up your mind not to put any stumbling block or obstacle in the way of a brother or sister. And then in Romans 15, 7, it says, Accept one another just as Christ accepted you in order to bring praise to God. So, say that someone comes to school with stains and holes in their clothes or comes to youth group or church. Instead of passing judgment and say, oh, look, they came to school in dirty clothes and stop and think about what um, life at home might like, be like for them. Maybe they don't have a lot of money. Maybe they only have a few changes of clothes. Maybe their family can't afford to do laundry or buy them clothes. Instead of being quick to judge someone, stop and think about what it'd be like to live in their shoes and how they already feel. This could be an opportunity for you to show God's love for others by making a new friend or bringing some clothes that you either don't wear anymore or buying them clothes with your own money not telling your and not your parents' money and telling them about the gospel of Jesus. And that is by his grace that I am saved and I have a calling on my life to do what I can to serve others to the best of my ability. So, encouragement. Which we've all had a little practice with, hopefully, if we've all visited the encouragement center. So in Hebrews 10, 24 and 25, it says, And let us consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. God calls us to encourage each other in our daily walks with each other. Um, this can be done in a variety of ways. It could be writing them a note and putting it in their brown paper bag. It could be praying for them. It could be bringing them a gift if they're having a rough day. It could be celebrating each other's little victories. But you also want to make sure that you're being specific when you offer words of praise. Um, be committed to showing up to things that you are a part of. Tell people how you have been encouraged by them. What do you think some of your biggest obstacles are when you um, are trying to encourage others? When they don't want the encouragement? Mm-hmm. Yeah, past issues with someone. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it might feel a little awkward. Do you sometimes feel like you don't know how to respond to encouragement when it's been um, given to you? Yeah, you just kind of stand there awkwardly and you're like, uh. I mean, you, all you, and all you have to do is say thank you. <laughs> So, not using unwholesome words. 
Um, in Ephesians 4.29, it says, Do not let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouths, but only what is helpful for building others up according to their needs, that it may benefit those who listen. So when the Bible says do not use unwholesome words. It is talking about words that would either tear other people down or words that would not be glorifying to God. So society swear words. But this also includes those quote-unquote Christian versions of certain swear words. We should strive not to use these words at all. God wants us to be kind to others and in the way that speaks to others. It's important to remember that it's impossible to take something back once it's been said. Words are very hard to forget once they have been spoken and can take time and a long time to forgive. In the heat of the moment, we want to try and remember that it's better to step away and cool down before talking to someone instead of just spewing words out of anger. As it says in James 1.19, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen and slow to speak. Forgiving those who have wronged us. In Ephesians 4.31 and 32, it says, Get rid of all the bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling and slander, along with every form of malice. Be kind and compassionate to one another, forgiving each other just as in Christ God forgave you. I'm sure that at some point in your life that someone has wronged you. Depending on the situation, I am sure that we have had a harder time forgiving someone than another time. I know this is the case for me. When it's someone that's supposed to care about me, it stings and hurts way more than if it was just someone off the street saying something. Each one of us is here at camp this summer because God has called us here. In Ephesians 2.10, it says, For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. We are all here at camp because God called us here to be active servants at SABC, and we answered that calling. I am sure that everybody in this room gave up something in order to be here. For me, it was a sense of security and finances as I was headed into a lot of unknowns coming out to camp as I've only ever been a camper here. And that was over 10 years ago before this beautiful building that we're in was built. And a lot has changed since then. It has been an absolute privilege seeing a lot of the behind the scenes work that goes on. It has given me a greater appreciation for what people did when I was a camper. When God calls us to serve, we want to make sure that we are giving it with our whole heart. We don't want to be only doing it halfway. For It's kind of like working a job. You're not going to keep a job very long if you only do half the work that you've been asked. It's the same principle when it comes to serving God. We want to be all in. As mentioned at the beginning, um, serving God can happen in many ways. Um, it can be sharing the words that God has laid on your heart with um, your fellow members of God It could be um, teaching younger generations about who God is by helping with Sunday school or youth. It could be by giving financially to your church. It could be by leading a small group. It could be showing mercy and forgiveness to those in the body of Christ that have hurt you and doing it cheerfully. But even if you're not gifted in these ways, it does not mean that you're not called to do these things by God. When you're gifted in these areas, you're able to serve joyfully and help others grow in these areas as well. I want to leave you with this verse this morning, or this evening. 
In Ephesians 4.12, it says, to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up. God wants his people to learn how to serve others. We talked about a variety of ways that we can care for the body of Christ. Can anybody name all five? The five ways that we can care for the body of Christ. Can anyone name all five? What are the five ways that we can care for the body of Christ? Mm, that was a subsection of one. Okay, that's one. What's the other four? Who can name all five? Trinity? I didn't, I didn't say she couldn't take notes. That's a great way to remember things. 